Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. To dream of once in a love. Family, they don't understand 
They fear they'll lose so much if you take my hand But for you, ooh, you, ooh, I'd lose it all Ooh, for you, ooh, you, ooh, I'd lose it all Give me one good reason why I should never make a change My hidden treasure chest Golden grand piano My beautiful Castillo You, ooh, you Ooh, I'd leave it all Ooh, for you Ooh, you Ooh, I'd leave it all What is love? Recording in progress. What is wrong? Give me a sign. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Baby, don't hurt me. No more. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Baby, don't hurt me. No more. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Baby, don't hurt me.
What is love? We need more love in Laguna Beach. <laughs> well, well, there's plenty of love. It just needs to get into all the right spots, all the right places, I, I have to say. Craig here, Rainbow Radio, KXFM 104.7, as I am every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. On this beautiful Saturday day where the weather, which is what everyone wants to know right off the bat, is the 58 degrees is the scheduled high today which um, is um, acceptable considering what the temperature might be in many other locations. Sunshine and clouds mixed. The high 58 winds southwest gusting 10 to 20 miles an hour. So, yeah, hold on to your umbrellas. Well, you won't need an umbrella, I suppose, but hold on to your hats. Humidity 64% and uh, the low tonight will be 44 degrees a crisp 44 degrees for us beach people we're so we're so we're so soft and delicate here not really but and this coming week we need to know um well as we do say we do need water here in california so it's time to gather some more water yep it's um it's gonna be well Actually, it's going to be mostly partly cloudy with with chances of rain anywhere from oh, 24 to 50%. So there'll be some rain and clouds throughout the week and not much change. It's going to be the high. It's going to be around 60 and the low will be uh, uh, the low. What does it say here? In the 40s. Yeah. So 20% swing, a 20 degree swing. That's on the Fahrenheit schedule. For those in the UK who, you know, have to use the royal, <laughs> the, the royal, royal system, we use the, uh, the royal metric, we use the non-royal. I think that's how it works. <laughs> anyway, um, so, Rainbow Radio, what's going on here? <laughs> you know, um, <clears throat> If you've been, I'm going to jump right into something that is just foreign to many, many people because I got my curiosity. How many of you have heard, oh, this AI, what is AI? Artificial intelligence. Oh, what's it do? Well, it can drive cars. It, you can predict your, that's uh, hmm, what it, it, it can solve problems. It, it's artificial intelligence. So it can be anything that's programmed to help you help mankind. Uh, with intelligence and quick responses. So uh, if you follow the news lately, there's a lot of uh, controversy. Nah, in the news, that's what they thrive on. If there's no controversy, they'll develop it or manufacture it. That's my opinion. So there's a new IE, uh, artificial intelligence. Now just just follow me, follow along with me, Lynn. <laughs> artificial intelligence. Um as opposed to genuine real intelligence, which I think we all are, although some maybe for some, <laughs> no, I shouldn't say, but for some it's in short supply, uh, and for some others it's in too much supply, I suppose. But anyway, let's say I'm in the happy medium. So artificial intelligence, I decided I'd, I'd do a little research and discover, well, what the controversy about now 
is about now that if you're going to uh, say it's your first year of college and you need to write a, a paper on a topic, you can go to a, uh, a AI portal called chat G P T chat C H A T G is in George P is in Paul T is in Tom G P T. And you, you can subscribe for free or you can pay $20 a month and, and I'm not advocating it. Don't get me wrong. I, I went with the free one and I wanted to, I wanted to check it out. And you type in, uh, you can type any questions like, uh, give me, or, uh, well, let's say, what would be a good example? How many cars are manufactured in the United States versus other countries and why? So it will tell you the statistics and manufacturing and, and all the stuff uh, and why or how many uh, manufacturing jobs have moved out of the United States. It can be anything. What's the best way? How many variations of apples are there in the United States and what's the best apple for baking pies? So it'll, it'll tell you. It'll give you a white paper. So they challenged it in some college testing, and it scored above average. <laughs> so if you did nothing but sign up for college, even online, and you did all your research through chat GPT, you'd get a passing grade. There rise, <laughs> arrives the controversy. But I have to say, if you read the response... It does need a little work, I, I feel, um, from from being uh, as opposed to artificial intelligence and being real intelligence. I think we I, I think we got to admit that if if it's artificial, what's the other? Well, there's the real. So the real intelligence uh, is us, and and it can um, it can miss like like when we first got GPS, it mispronounced all the streets we know so well until. Uh, until it wised up, <laughs> then it got the street names correct and a lot of things. So that's artificial intelligence in a way. Um, it explains uh, um, a lot of things to your navigation. <laughs> so I thought I would try this out. Okay, so I ask a question. Um, what uh, What is... <laughs> uh, uh, what what is the let me I'm gonna say tell me about like I don't know, I don't have the actual word I typed in it didn't I didn't print it but it was something to this effect let me know about the gay community in Laguna Beach and their heritage and culture and how they've affected uh, Laguna Beach and their contributions so with the Lucky Land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I wanted them to write a paper on that. So this is what it came up with. I'm going to read it on the air. So I, this is artificial intelligence, folks, right here in Laguna Beach. It said, Laguna Beach, I'll, I'll do my radio voice, Laguna Beach is, is a coastal city located in Orange County, California, known for its beautiful beaches, scenic coastline, and vibrant arts community. The city has a long history of, attack, of attracting, attacking, attracting artists and bohemians, which has helped create a supportive and accepting environment for the LGBTQ plus community. The gay culture in Laguna Beach can be traced back to the 1950s and 60s when a small but active community of gay residents and visitors began to form. These early pioneers faced significant challenges, including social stigma and legal persecution, but they found ways to connect with one another and build a supportive, a supportive network of friends and allies. Over the years, the gay community in Laguna Beach has continued to grow and evolve, and today it is widely recognized as one of the most accepting and welcoming places for LGBTQ plus people in the United States. The city is home to the number of gay-friendly businesses, including bars, nightclubs, and restaurants, as well as a thriving arts and cultural scene that celebrates diversity and inclusiveness. Laguna Beach also has played an important role in the larger LBGTQ plus rights movement, with many local residents and organizations working to advance equality and justice for all. The city has hosted numerous pride events and political rallies over the years, and it continues to be a leader in the fight for LGBTQ plus rights and acceptance. Thank you, Tony Eisman. In conclusion, <laughs> the gay culture in Laguna Beach has a rich and storied history, reflecting the struggles, triumphs, and ongoing efforts of the LGBTQ plus people to build a more just and accepting world. Today, the city remains a vibrant and inclusive community that celebrates diversity and empowers all people to live their truth and to be their authentic selves. Wow. <laughs> so I just asked it a question, you know, and, and that's what it came up with. So I'm going to submit it and see what kind of grade I get. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. <laughs> No more hours of research on the web. So the controversy is anyone can do this, right? But there is some insight. You need to know, you need to be able to discern what the, the I guess, what the qu content of the questions uh, consists of to get the response that you are looking for. Uh, and that sounds kind of dangerous in itself. But if, if you're studying a certain topic you need to include all the attributes that you want a, so you want a full picture on and then you need to read the article and decide if it if um it is inclusive enough of all the other things you want to touch on and i think in this case it, was, it seemed pretty inclusive uh and in some cases there's not a lot of information there and it, as much it says as much so i did another one I hope you're not bored on this one. But, and, and, and if you want to try it, again, it's free. Chat GPT. 
just do a Google search, chat GPT, and it's free. It's a, a free open source. Um, you can pay $20, which gives you priority and no wait time. If there's high demand, it'll, it'll, it won't respond. It'll say, sorry, too many people are asking too many questions. We can't help you. Typical customer service, you know. So I'm I'm advocate for a power. I, I I'm letting the cat out of the bag here. I'm a, an advocate for taking Laguna Beach off the power grid. Yes, I said it. Taking Laguna Beach off the power grid, having its own power source and storage. So I said, why don't I ask <laughs> this artificial intelligence what they have to say about it? Now, mind you, the technology is changing exponentially. Uh, it's uh, uh, what was uh, significant six months ago is no longer. There's a whole new. There's a whole new uh, what organization in town, so to speak. So, power. I ask it the pros and cons of going 100% off grid and and energy storage for Laguna Beach, California. That was very specific. So, this was the response. Are you ready, folks? <laughs> uh, again, uh, the idea of taking Laguna Beach off the power grid and onto a 100% solar power and energy storage system has the potential to offer several advantages, as well as some challenges and drawbacks. Here are some of the key pros and cons to consider. Pros. Increased energy independence. By relying on solar power G, power and energy storage, Laguna Beach would be less dependent on external sources of energy and would have, a, have more control over its own energy supply. Hopefully eliminate the high-powered, the super high-powered power lines in the canyon and mitigate the fire risk. Anyway, it goes on. Uh, another pro is reduction of the carbon footprint. Solar power is clean, renewable energy source that produces no greenhouse gas emissions, makes it an environmentally friendly option for meeting the city's energy needs. How about that? It would also, another benefit would also mean that if you live here, you probably wouldn't want to bother putting solar on the top of your house since the city has it for everyone in the city and it's much more affordable power than off the power grid, but I go on. That's another whole topic. Okay, another another pro they list here. Cost savings. Solar power can be less expensive than traditional energy sources in the long term. And energy storage systems can help the city manage its energy consumption and reduce overall energy costs. Uh, another pro, increased resiliency. Hmm. By having its own energy supply, Laguna Beach would be less vulnerable to power outages caused brownouts. Can you say brownouts? <laughs> caused by natural disasters or other events that could disrupt the power grid. Brownouts. And now here come the cons. Got to have the cons. We had the pros. High upfront costs. The costs of transitioning to 100% solar power and energy storage system can be significant. They don't get too particular here. And the city may need to invest in new infrastructure and equipment. Yeah, probably some. <laughs> Technical challenges. The technology and infrastructure required to support a solar power energy storage system can be complex. 
and the city may need to overcome technical challenges and obstacles along the way. Yeah, it's all doable. Limited energy capacity. Energy storage systems can only store a limited amount of energy, and the city may need to find ways to manage its energy consumption during these times when the sun is not shining or energy demand is high. <coughs> Another con. Potential loss of reliability. Solar power and energy storage systems can be subject to technical malfunctions or other issues that could cause disruptions in energy supply, making it important to have a backup systems in place. And in closing, overall, the decision to take Laguna Beach off the power grid and onto a 100% solar power and energy storage system would involve a careful consideration of the potential benefits and drawbacks, as well as a comprehensive assessment of the costs and challenges involved. Well, well said. So, so um, you know, rightfully so, it is a topic um, now the with uh, the mega solar packs that are, are now being produced here in California. Uh by Tesla, actually, our, uh, are, are much more affordable than they were just six months or a year ago. And the, the answer to the power shortage or running out of power is that you would simply have enough power storage uh, equipment that the, the probability of running out would be like one in, you know, 10,000 or 100,000 or 2 million, whatever. So what I'm saying is a, a study would need to look at all of that. But anyway, I found that interesting about artificial intelligence. So if you're curious, again, and you want to know, you want to ask it a question, it's chat GPT or, or you're struggling with that paper in, at UCI or, uh, I don't know, Saddleback anywhere and you... Um, but be warned, they're, they're trying to develop software that can detect if you've uh, plagiarized uh, artificial intelligence for your own. I, but, you know, I, 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 I take it back to this. They say it is it's something to augment the real intelligence, artificial intelligence, to, to help it think bigger and wider. And, and I remember, I remember when I was in grade school, and I hated uh, multiplication tables and division tables and all that stuff we had to memorize, you know, because I have to say it is helpful to know some of the basics, but it got a little complicated. So I had this little pencil container with a slide rule calculator for multiplication and division, and you could slide it down. Look at the numbers and it would give you the answer. Well, my teacher took it away from me because that was cheating. <laughs> you go to a school now, <laughs> you know, if a kid, if a student doesn't have access to a computer and all the wizardry that it brings, a lot more than a slide rule to calculate multiplication, <laughs> the world has changed and the computer has uh, broadened the scope and enlightened the masses, I think, with information that was never there before. And so, I don't know. Attitudes and times change. I, I kind of feel that this 
while we need to be careful with the content and 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 it should be vetted on some level um the if you're putting your name on it you better understand every sentence every detail and you better better verify some of the key points made in it uh because it's your it's your name and your reputation and uh yeah so that's my dissertation on ai how about that i think we need to we need to cleanse our palate a little bit now so i will take a short music break and we'll be back with on this week in history
Oh, that's a remake of a Sting song, Fields of Gold, and I love it. It's uh, an instrumental from, uh, well, it was released uh, as a foreplay. <coughs> foreplay was the, is the artist group, and it was KKSF San Francisco when during the, uh, it's a long story. Anyway, foreplay, I love it. Anyway. February. This is, uh, is this the 11th? Yep, I got the right date. <laughs> On this day in history, February 11th, in 1965, in the fair city of San Francisco, a trial for four people arrested at a council, uh, at the Council on Religion and Homosexuals New Year's Ball. The judge orders the jury to find the defendants not guilty. This decision is widely seen as a turning point for the homophile movement rights flight for movement's flight flight for gay and lesbian civil rights. So that was 1965. They were still arresting people in San Francisco for being homosexual, Brian Rodriguez. And uh, moving on to 1967, in a follow-up action to the Los Angeles Black Cat demonstration on New Year's Eve, around 40 picketers demonstrated in front of the Black Cat in coordination with hippies and other counterculture groups who had been targeted by police for harassment and violence. That was a, um, <clears throat> I suppose, well, the Black Cat had quite a history up in L.A. I don't remember, recall all the history, but Google it. Black Cat, L.A. And moving along to February 12th, in 1976, gay actor, and who, what movie was he in? <laughs> oh, gosh. Sal Minio is stabbed to death in the garage of his West Hollywood apartment building at 8569 Holloway Drive. He's only 37 years old. The crime goes unsolved for a number of years until his murderer, Lionel Ray Williams, is caught and convicted. He was with James Dean in Rebel Without a Cause, and uh, I have to say he played the pathetic homosexual, which was so often cast in Hollywood, and he was infatuated with James Dean, his character, and uh, yeah, he died in the movie. And sadly, he died at 37 years old in L.A. in 1976. Um, I don't know if it was gay-related or it was just a uh, wrong place at the wrong time. I won't speculate on that. Moving along to 1982, Making Love. <gasps> Opens nationwide. Producers timed the release of the film with Valentine's Day weekend. Hmm. In response to complaints about the film's depiction of gay love, star Harry Hamlin rather... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Precinctly comments. <clears throat> the more radical elements of the gay culture are going to be disappointed all by the film it's coming out now sponsored by the major studios. A lot of these people feel they were they're way beyond where the films take us. But the more intelligent know that it has to be a groundbreaking ceremony for what it is. So I, I, I agree. I, I think, yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of like <laughs> you don't want to move too fast, but you want to because you should, but you don't want to move too fast because you might not, you might lose everyone. So... And moving along to 2004, city officials in San Francisco, California, yes it is, began issuing marriage licenses to homosexual couples and performed the first known civil marriage of a homosexual couple in the U.S. by marrying the homosexual activist, lesbian couple Del Martin and Phyllis Lyon. Over 80 couples were given quick ceremonies. I know a couple that got married during one, was one of those 80 couples. And then that's when all heck broke loose. <laughs> and they got the ballot measure. They tried to ruin it. And that was, um, that was our current governor, uh, Gavin Newsom, who was then the, then the mayor of San Francisco. And he instructed the uh, clerk, city clerks to accept uh, same-sex marriage license applications. Very controversial. I have to think that um, being Gavin Newsom's father was a judge and, and he himself has, has uh, got his attorney credentials that it wasn't kind of a haphazard thing. Oh, by the way, why don't you marry some gay people? No, I think there was, this was thought out and um, yeah, so that's, but that's, that's just me. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> Moving along to February 13th, one day before what is that day? The 14th? It's Singles Awareness Day. That's what I call it. Singles Awareness Day. Be aware of who is single. <laughs> they send them a card for Christ's sake. So <laughs> just tell them you love them. <laughs> Anything. Show some compassion. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, the 14th. Anyway, moving back to the 13th. In 1972, a film version of Candor and Ebb's Cabaret, based on Christopher Isherwood's writings about his time in pre-war World War II Berlin, has its world premiere in New York City. Unlike the stage version, the film version adheres slightly more closely to the source material and portrays Michael York's character, Brian, based on Isherwood himself as bisexual. Definitely some <coughs> sexual uh, mix-up things there going. I made it very interesting for me. I don't know. It was a great movie, Cabaret, and uh, with Joel Gray. In 1990, 13 airmen are expelled from the U.S. Air Force after a four-month investigation into homosexual activity at the Carswell Air Force Base in Texas. Really? Um. 
don't think a witch hunt to me. In 2012, Washington State becomes the seventh U.S. state to legalize gay marriage. Yay! <clears throat> Moving along to February 14th, Singles Awareness Day, also known as Valentine's Day. In 1984, in Sydney, Australia, Elton John marries, oh, recording tech, Renate Blalal. Blalal. Close friends claim he has found a cover, not a lover. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, well, got to watch the movie. <laughs> In 1988, three lesbian guests on the Oprah Winfrey show are introduced as women who hate men. Oh, please. <laughs> I know a lot of lesbians. They don't hate men. They might not be terribly interested in them, but they don't hate them. Okay, moving along. February 15th, in, on this day in history, William Fredkin's Cruising. Oh, I remember that one. That was a poor portrayal. It was unrealistic. Opens nationwide and is blasted by the critics, gay and straight, for its depiction of homosexuality, but also... As one critic puts it, it's narrative loopholes and in unconvincing plot twists. <laughs> okay. I guess it all was rolled it in together. In 1983, lesbian playwright Jane Chambers, a late show and last summer at Bluefish Cove, dies of a brain tumor at the age of 45. In 1989, Los Angeles Jury awards Rock Hudson's ex-lover, Mark Christian, to $21.75 in damages for the emotional distress he claims to have suffered upon learning that Hudson had AIDS. The award is later reduced to $5.5 Oh, I don't know if I have any thoughts on that. Moving along to February 16th. Uh, on this day in history for this coming week. On, uh, in 1990, famed pop artist Keith Haring, oh, that was so sad, dies of, of AIDS at 31. Six months er earlier, he had been quoted as saying, the hardest thing is just knowing that there's so much more stuff to do. He started in New York by with his black and white pencil kind of like drawings and became very 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 popular in his short his short life here and moving on to january or february this is february 17th in 1989 chicago's new gay rights ordinance takes effect it mandates fines up to 500 dollars for discrimination based on sexual orientation that's chicago in 1989 did you Zach, <laughs> did you hear that? Alex, did you hear that? In Chicago, yeah. Ch Yay, Chicago. <laughs> We're all good for Chicago. So that's that concludes on this day in history. And there is so much more news going on. I, I got to talk a little bit local. Um, first of all, uh, it's so sad, the sad episode going on with the physician, Michael. Uh, and the, if you read his obituary, um, Mamone, his um, 
what a rich, wonderful life. And what a tragic loss. And um, the perpetrator now is is claiming, I think he's just trying to sound crazy so he doesn't get executed or whatever. Trying to be crazy, but saying he's, uh, you know, Christ and uh, it, it was his duty. And if they understood, they would let him walk out of uh, prison, out of jail because he's, uh, he's doing it for everyone and yada, yada, yada. Just really really a sad sad thing and every time i drive into town i see a white bicycle and all the flowers there at that intersection of pch and crown valley it is rather sends chills up my spine that such a bright shining star and comet could be snuffed so easily by one um oppressed i know i won't say oppressed one person deranged and uh, without conscience, I suppose. But I move along to some more disturbing news. <laughs> Sorry. Huntington Beach. Huntington Beach. Well, you gotta, well, you, what can you say? Huntington Beach could ban pride flags on city property. Well, they uh, did ban it uh, uh, in front of City Hall. Huntington Beach, a new ordinance that would allow only the American flag on uh, the state of California flag at the city of Huntington Beach flag to be flown displayed on property has been proposed and it was approved by council member Pat Burns and was heard on Tuesday at a regular meeting. It was approved. And I'm reading that this was, this was the lead up to it. The Republican councilman, <clears throat> a former Long Beach Police Department lieutenant told KBC 7 Eyewitness News special flags or recognition flags of some sort that aren't governmental or representative of the community. Wait, I take issue, representative of the community. As one, as one, the community is not one. The community is diverse, and diversity is power. I don't believe has space in our government flagpoles, he said. Well, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Burns said, the only exception would be the prisoner of war and missing in action flag that honors those who paid the ultimate sacrifice for this country. So many of the men gave all and to uh, give the rights we enjoy today. Hmm. Although he did not specifically call out the pride flag, Burns stated that a staff report explaining his reasoning for the request, the city council Huntington Beach should avoid actions that could easily or mistakenly be perceived as divisive. Now, <clears throat> while for some it's divisive, I think the message is I say the rainbow flag, um, I, 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 I dismiss the, the, the gay flag. It's been coined the gay flag. It's like, it's like the Affordable Care Act is the Obamacare. You know, it's not Obamacare. It's the Affordable Care Act. Um, it's about taking care of our, <coughs> our community, our neighbors, uh, and who we are. It's not Obama's, you know. Yeah, yes, he worked hard to make it happen. But it was all legislature and all the people that worked out the details and put it together and made it happen and, and are implementing it, you know. So 
I, I don't. I like to call it the gay flag. I I feel that the colors of the rainbow and rainbow radio is is represents diversity, and there's a color. Every color in the rainbow is there, literally, to share diversity with in the community. So it's 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 not a militant anti. Uh, divisive message it's an inclusive and supportive message to all cultures all people and celebrating diversity and celebrating who we are individually it's the message i feel so with that i will say and i was in the news this week <laughs> yeah again i know i know i'm such a media whore <laughs> uh because i brought a proposal before city council to have a rainbow colored rainbow colors of diversity applied to one of the six lifeguard towers that are coming new ones that are coming to Laguna Beach as Laguna Beach City takes back the use or the not see takes back the management of the beach beaches within the city limits they had been um I guess farmed out's not the best word, but they've been put out to the county to manage. And recently, they uh, the city uh, drew drew them back within the city jurisdiction, and so they're they're purchasing to upgrade the safety and and um, support the community and the use of the beaches in a safe and harmless manner. They're providing more lifeguard towers, which I think is great. And my suggestion was we, at uh, the gay community, the LGBTQ community, was have a fundraiser and buy a lifeguard tower only to discover that six new ones were being purchased. So the city said, uh, the city council, and I presented it to city council, were you, unanimously supportive uh, verbally. It wasn't voted on, but they gave verbal yes, thumbs up. And it became, uh, the, the, I guess, the direction it went is, well, why don't we uh, support one of the lifeguard towers with rainbow colors? And so that was accepted. And um, there was donation. It didn't cost the city anything, a dime, not a zero. <laughs> the city has made no financial support in it. Two, two people in the community donated money to have the um, colors applied to one of the towers. And in fact, Hermosa Beach has one, Venice Beach, Santa Monica Beach, Long Beach. I'm leaving one out. I think there's four, a total of four <coughs> of Rainbow Pride lifeguard towers. Again, expressing diversity and support of a diverse and inclusive community. Even the flag above Orange County Fairgrounds has a rainbow flag that flies there year-round in support of diversity and inclusiveness, which I think is fabulous. And if you ever go to the Orange County Fair, <clears throat> the attendees are the most diverse, <laughs> culturally diverse group of people. Um, it's, quite a, it's, quite a, it's quite an experience. So I went and um, there was a nice article written about that it was approved and the donations are there and will hopefully be out this uh, 
in the next couple of months it will be there and i was hoping that in this summer coming summer when we have our pride festival date yet to be determined we're still working on that we have some issues with the date we had <coughs> it conflicted with west hollywood's pride festival which they had surprised us all so we have to look at a separate date and we're trying to secure a location before we make an announcement so we're we're close probably uh i think the middle of march we'll know and can and can tout about it which is pretty quick so anyway back to long beach <clears throat> while other communities seem to be supportive long beach i mean huntington beach is moving uh away from it although uh city councilman burns uh specifically did not call out the pride flag the staff explained the reason is for his request <coughs> um uh he did they want to avoid actions that could be divisive uh we are a, a one community with many different cultures and people well that's what it celebrates you dummy all are equally valued members of our community and none are to be treated differently or discriminated against. Yeah, that's what the flag is about. Someone needs to explain it to him. <laughs> Maybe <coughs> there is some misperception there. Um, is that the real word? Um, but yeah, that's not what it's about. Uh it goes on. Uh, many Republicans and conservatives view the display, uh, display of the LGBTQ flag as divisive, Come, some stating moral objections to affirming LGBTQ plus people as represented by displaying the flag. <clears throat> According to the Huntington Public Beach Affairs Manager, Jennifer Carey, the flag was previously proved is the only other banner approved by members of the Council for Civic Display. In an interview with the Los Angeles Times, Carrie told the Times that the first city, the city first hosted a pride uh, flag on May in May 22nd, the birthday of the former San Francisco supervisor Harvey Milk, uh, and who was fatally shot in '78. After the city council voted six to zero in May, three meetings to keep the banner flag throughout the month of June to mark LGBTQ Pride Month. Defending his proposal, Burns says we're one community with different cultures. Of course, you already said that. Anyway, I, I, I'm not going to go on anymore. Anyway, that's what's going on there. And that's not cool. Sorry. <clears throat> so I have some other news here. This is Craig, if you've just tuned in. I'm KXFM 104.7. Laguna Beach's uh, FM radio station with what human human crafted radio. Of course, it's not artificial, is it? <laughs> Wait, we don't want to go there. Artificial radio. Oh my gosh! Uh, so some good news. Ben LeBolt. Do you know who Ben LeBolt is? Ben LeBolt named the first gay White House communications director. How about that? Washington. The White House announced Friday that Ben LeBolt will become the first openly gay White House communications director, succeeding Kate Bedingfield, who is expected to leave the end of February. Bedingfield is expected to work on Biden's um, 
upcoming re-election campaign, although the president has yet to announce his intentions to seek another term in office. Her leaving the White House communications post comes shortly after White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain, the president's top executive advisor, uh, announced their departure from the White House. Benningfield, who served as... Uh, oh, we don't... Anyway, so that's that's great. LeBolt comes with extensive political experience, having served the, uh, on the past three presidential campaigns, including as a senior national spokesman for Obama-Biden in 2008, as the as the Obama-Biden campaign national press secretary in 2012. So congratulations to Ben LeBolt. Got a very handsome picture of him there on C-SPAN. And his new communications director at the White House, LGBTQ. Mm -hmm. Some other news here. Nicole Kahn who loves to make movies, she has a new movie out. <clears throat> it's called Coming Out for Love, uh, the first ever reality lesbian dating show in the U.S. because at some point <laughs> you were involved and contacted. Okay. <clears throat> so there's a, there's a screening coming up. Um, but you can go to YouTube and watch a preview. And again, um, it is some lesbian love stories. Uh, it's the global kickoff and premiere is on Valentine's Day. How about that? How appropriate. Coming out for love. And the um, film creator is Nicole Kahn. N-I-C-O-L-E-C-O-N-N Films. <clears throat> She's the writer and director. I've had her on the station, by the way. <coughs> it's been a while, and we interviewed her and the, uh, her movies and, and what she's done. So, uh, Nicole, congratulations on your new movie, Coming Out for Love. Um, you can watch... Uh, it on YouTube, you can search for it. There's a website, NicoleConFilmsGlobal.com. And uh, I'm glad that it's, it says uh, it's primarily lesbian-focused love story. Is that cool? Very cool. <laughs> so there you have it. Uh I'm moving along with more news here, and I found this disturbing in Tennessee. Tennessee and Missouri, some states out there. So, uh, did you hear what's happening in New York? <laughs> in the gay bar scene, they would um, you know, go in and find an attractive person who looked like they might have money well-dressed well-mannered had good uh you know buying lots of drinks but and they'd slip them a mickey which is an old term for but give them drugs and then they would um while they weren't looking or they were passed out they would take their phone access their data and all the stuff that they could essentially clone it, I guess. And then they give the phone back to them. 
and the person would never know, you know, they'd go about their business. And then days later, strange things would start happening, like, you know, tens of thousands of dollars would be transferred or moved because a lot of people have a lot of information on their phones, including their bank accounts and transfers and passwords held in memory. And uh, by the time you find out that someone has all that information, you're not very well protected. And uh, yes, it's fraud, but it's going to be hard to to bring it all back. So that's going on. And I guess the FBI has found there's a pattern of this going on and they're trying to sort it all out. And I do hope they get to the bottom of it soon. What a, a crappy thing to do. Anyway, speaking of crappy, <laughs> let's go to Tennessee. Uh, I'm sorry. I always thought Tennessee was a great, maybe it is, but the, <clears throat> everywhere there's something that we probably don't subscribe to. Tennessee set to pass a law that restricts, get this, it restricts drag shows. Go, go on, come on. Really? <laughs> the legislation would expand the definition of adult cabaret in Tennessee's law to include that such adult-oriented performances that are harmful to minors. So, if you want to do a drag show at a local bar, it's considered like pornography and harmful to minors and it could only be done in a strip mall where it's you're licensed as a pornography essentially what it is uh legislation designed to restrict where certain drag shows can take place past tennessee state senate uh thursday the latest bill state Republican Republican leaders have advanced targeting LGBTQ people. State lawmakers voted 26 to 6 in favor of the bill, with only Democrats opposing. Imagine that. The bill is slightly different version from moving. It has a slightly different version moving through the House chambers. Under the Senate's bill, the words drag show are not explicitly stated. Instead, the legislation would expand the definition of adult cabaret in Tennessee's law to include that. Such adult-oriented performance that are harmful to minors as defined in Tennessee's obscenity law. So they changed the obscenity law. The legislation then bans adult cabarets from taking place on public property or in a location where minors might be present. So if you want to have a drag queen on Pride Parade float, they will be arrested in Tennessee and thrown in jail because they're harmful to minors. You get that? I don't know what that's going to do, but what about being harmful to the drag queen and the drag queen's followers and their rights? Uh, um, we don't have, uh, we don't want to have the door open that they can go to see advertent nudity and sexual acts or depiction of sexual acts, said Republican Be Becky Massey. I'm sorry that. That's not what Tennessee is about. In Tennessee and across the country, drag has been cast in a false light by right-wing activists and politicians who complain that the sexualization or grooming of children. Oh my, this is just... Get people excited about non-important stuff. So anyway, that's going on in Tennessee. In moving along to Missouri where I had a 12-year job, corporate offices in Missouri. They discovered I was a known homosexual and 
my employment ended. So I'm not very happy with Missouri at this point after 12 years. So uh, State Senator Mike Moon has <laughs> proposed a bill. K, uh, kindergarten through 12, you can't, the, he wants the don't say gay law. So say you're um, in the eighth grade. I think, what are you, 13 or 14? And you're questioning what, uh, why someone has two dads. And you ask the teacher, what's it all about? The teacher, oh, 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 I can't talk about that. No, you can't talk about that. What kind of message does it send to that kid? <clears throat> uh, Moon's bill is similar to the one passed uh, last year in Florida that received national attention. The Florida's don't say gay law restricts classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity in grades uh, K kindergarten through third grade. And that goes beyond that. What the law defines as developmentally appropriate. So while they say it's K through three, they also add the developmentally appropriate clause in there, which is very ambiguous. So uh, the Missouri version is broader, impacting public and charter schools from K-12, only allowing discrimination, only allowing discussion of gender and sexual orientation by a licensed mental health provider with parental permission. Well, at least they left that in there. <laughs> I think someone's texting me. No? <laughs> Say, Cooley, play some more music. We're tired of listening to you. <laughs> you know, that, that happens too. <laughs> oh, well. Um, yeah. Anyway, it is uh, at the bewitching hour. Oh, my time is up. And Ida May's not here. I was going to welcome her and say many fabulous things. I miss her already. She'll be back next week, I'm sure. Anyway, this is Craig on Rainbow Radio, KXFM 104.7. I hope you enjoyed today's show. And if you have a suggestion for programming, whether it be music or whether it be a musical artist or whether it be local news or local personality that I need to have on the show and, and discuss all the pertinent things that, that we want to know, um, let me know, Craig, at rainbow-radio.com craig at rainbow-radio.com thanks for tuning in and we hope you're back next week again and the week after that and the week after that right up to pride in june which is not that far away enjoy your day go out to the saturday market here in laguna beach stock up on all the healthy alternatives to fast food and enjoy the day thank you love you all thanks for tuning in